What is going on, guys? It is Daniel Wright, and you are here listening to another episode of Paving the Way. Happy Wednesday to you, wherever you're at, whatever it is you're doing. I hope your week is off to a great start. I hope you had a great weekend, and I hope you are making things happen on this hump day. So I know uh, sometimes we call it a hump day because it seems like it's just, you know, a little bit of extra effort to get over those Wednesdays and on to the rest of the week, right? So uh, I hope you're putting in that effort. I, hope, I know we are here. Um, it's been a, a crazy last couple of days. I know if anybody, if you follow our show here, that uh, we didn't get on here on Saturday. Uh, I know last Wednesday when I talked with you guys, I told you we was going to be going out of town to a, uh, a meetup up in Pittsburgh. I was going to try to get out there, but I didn't. Um, my days pretty much ran from about 7 a.m. to um, very late every day from about Thursday to, to Sunday. So. Here we are on Wednesday. We made it back. Uh, if you can't see it in my face and my voice, I'm a little tired, still catching up from uh, from all the lack of sleep and all the work and conversations we were putting in up there. So, um, but nonetheless, I mean, on that note, guys, you know, you guys have heard me talk about Top Contractor School before and, and TCS and the group that I'm a part of. Been a part of it since 2019. Um, it's been something that has been a, a pretty integral part of my business journey and as, as well as my personal journey. Uh, I've got a lot of my friends uh, that I associate with on a daily basis that have come from that group and that network. Um, and we just, we all work together. We're all working for the same common goal to better ourselves, better our businesses, better the people around us, better our industries. And it's just, it's a blast. Um, so we do the, you know, in the inner circle, we do two retreats per year. Those are about every six months. And then this year we just started doing the meetups, which are a little bit more of an informal thing uh, that we do those in between the retreats. So those are about every six months or so also. So it gives us four opportunities to, you know, to get together in person because we're a group spread out all over the country, as well as we've got people from Canada. So we're, I guess you say we're all over North America. So getting together in person is not something that happens regularly and it's not easy and things like that. But nonetheless, that's when the, the magic happens, right? That's when we get together, we shake hands, we give hugs, we you know, help work through problems. We pull out the laptops, the iPads, you know, put them up on the screens and we just start working through each other's problems. And it's, it's awesome. Uh, it really is. Like I said, it's an invaluable network of people all working towards the same common goal. And that's just to create a better result for everybody around us. So, um, at that meetup, I was actually, uh, asked to, so the way, the way it was formatted was there was four different stations that we went to on, on Friday and they all had different categories. So there was one station that was talking on uh, culture and leadership, another station talking on systems and processes, and then another station talking on marketing and, and branding and sales and, you know, kind of social media content and things like that. And then the fourth one was my station. I got to talk on goals and strategies. So the, the objective that I was asked to speak on was more like 2024 goal setting and strategies. Uh, my, the conversation that I got to lead was more about just kind of broad spectrum goal setting and strategies and how to really kind of break that down. So what I wanted to do for you guys today is kind of give you an, a snippet of that, of what we, what we talked about, uh, as we're coming into about halfway through November, we got December next, everybody's already starting to think about next year. If you're not thinking about next year, you're behind. So make sure you get on top of that right now. So my recommendation would be to take notes on the upcoming conversation that we're about to have. So that being said, the thing I want to tell you first and foremost, when it comes to strategy and goal setting is strategy and goal setting go hand in hand. 
So, and we don't, we want to make sure that we keep this simple. All right. So it can be, you know, a goal can be something as simple as getting to work that, you know, tomorrow morning. The strategy is how you get there. You know, so if you take a train to work, a car to work, you walk to work, you take a donkey to work, whatever it is, that's your strategy of getting there. So the goal is what you're trying to achieve. The strategy is how you're going to do it. So, but in order to know where you want it to go, you have to know how, you know, the things that you're going to have to do to get there. And those things go hand in hand, right? You have to know where you're going in order to know how you're going to get there. So do you have a clear direction of where you want to go? And do you know why you want to go there? That right there is probably the biggest question you have to ask yourself. When you're setting that big goal, when you're setting that futuristic plan, why are you wanting to go there? Because I can promise you that you're going to encounter speed bumps. You're going to encounter obstacles. You're going to encounter problems and things like that that just drag you back. That say, you know what? Maybe I should go back to where it was a little bit easier. Maybe I should adjust my goal to something a little bit smaller and, and, and not so difficult to achieve. So, But having that why, having that reason that's bigger than you, bigger than yourself, is going to what keeps keeps you pushing through those hard times when they're going to come. You know, and then the last thing is, do you know what tools and resources will be necessary to get there? So that's something you have to look at and say, okay, if my goal is to get to work, what do I need to get there? Is it a 20 mile commute? Well, I probably need something more than my legs to get there, you know, or is it a two minute commute? Can I just walk to work? What resources do I need? If we're talking business and you say, hey, we want to do double the amount of work as last year. Okay. Do you need double the amount of tools, double the amount of equipment, double the amount of people, double the amount of leads, things like that. So you have to start mapping out what it's going to take to get there, you know, to get to that goal, because that's what's going to create your strategy. And then once you know where you're going, you'll need to iron out those steps to get there. Like I said, you're creating the strategy. Once you know those resources, you know the steps you have to take, you know the moves you have to make and the people you're going to need to help do it. That's how you have to create the steps to get there. By, you know, by looking at the data on how long the process should take, look at what resources you'll need, and then a time frame in which you want to aim to achieve your goal, that's going to help you really bring everything to, to a concrete fruition. So data, that can be things such as tracking your, you know, your estimates and your, your conversion rates. It can track you be your production rates. It can be your, you know, the, the opportunities that you have in your market. You know, if you only have so many buildings to work at in a parking lot or if you cut grass, you know, so many neighborhoods you can work in, things like that, you got to know like the data of what it is that you're trying to achieve. Then that's going to help you figure out the resources you'll need. Do I need more tools? Do I need more people, softwares, contacts, things like that? And then, like I said, making sure you have that time frame in which to complete it. You know, everybody always knows the old saying that a goal without a time frame is just a dream. You know, there's nothing wrong with dreams, but you don't always expect dreams to come true. Goals, that's when it becomes a plan. You know, and then when it becomes a plan, it becomes a responsibility to make sure that that happens, that you see it through. So when you do those things, it really just helps create the, the steps that you can tangibly take one by one to make sure that you're getting towards your goal. And as you're doing that stuff, you know, as you're collecting the data on, you know, what information do you currently have to determine how long it will take and what resources you need, you know, so you're like I said, your close rates and production rates and things like that, you know, then once you determine what resources you're going to need and you determine your resources based on the data, 
you know, so you have your big goal, you have the data that you know that you need to, you know, to get there and, and the information that you have to understand, then you figure out what resources you need and then the time frame to get it done. And you have to break that down into bite-sized pieces. So look at it by what do you have to do per week? What do you have to do per month? What do you have to do per quarter? Because when all those things add up and you pack them on top of each other, that's what's going to achieve your winning year or getting to your goal or whatever it may be that you're, that you're trying to accomplish. And as you're going through that, you have to make sure you're tracking your progress. You know, for us, we have weekly meetings that we go through our weekly P&Ls. We look at our jobs and our margins and what we got done. We look at usage rates and production rates and things like that. So that way, if we're realizing that, okay, maybe our goal is something that is a little bit bigger than what we kind of thought. So now we need to adjust our strategy and our micro goals to try and get there. Not that we change the big goal. We don't make it easier. We don't make it something that we can just achieve in our sleep or, you know, do it with our eyes closed. But we have to maybe make little adjustments to the strategy and those micro goals that we're looking at each week, each month, each quarter to make sure that we're completing those to get to the big end goal. So as you're tracking it, you can kind of see in real time what you're getting, what you're aiming for, what you're projecting for, so on and so forth. So you want to make sure in all of this that the biggest thing that you do is that you want to begin with the end in mind. So like I said earlier, you have to define the goal. You have to define where you're trying to get to. Then you look at the data to figure out what resources you're going to need to get there. You track the progress of it. And then you, you set out the time frame and the map to make it happen. All it is is reverse engineering the goal. So you figure out, you know, hey, if we did 100 projects this year and we did a million dollars in revenue, but we want to do 200 projects next year and $2 million in revenue or whatever it may be, you just have to reverse engineer it. Can you do double the amount of projects with the same amount of people you have? Probably not. So that's, you know, that kind of data to figure out how many people did you need to get the 100 projects done that you did is going to help you determine how many more people you're going to need to get the 200 projects that you did or the equipment or the tools or the resources. So having the end in mind is going to make sure that you don't just wind up on a treadmill and you're just running and running and running and you have no idea why you're not getting anywhere. Because if you're if you don't have a goal, you know, if you're not running towards a finish line or you're running towards a milestone or a benchmark, then you're just going to keep running. And then one day you're going to look around and say, man, I'm in the same freaking spot as I have been for the last however long. So make sure you have those clear goals, those clear definitions of what you're trying to do. Now, the big caveat to this, and this got brought up in some of the discussions that I got to have when I was up at the, the meetup this past week is some folks say that, you know, uh, we set out to put it, you know, for a goal in mind this year to open up, you know, additional offices. And as we've tried working towards that, we've realized that maybe that's not our, what we need to be doing right now, but we still want to grow. We still want to expand. They said, you know, if we go and change our goals, then we're concerned that our team is going to lose faith and confidence in, you know, us and the direction that we're providing as leaders and things like that. And I said, it's a great point, you know, so what, what my opinion was on that was if you have the big goal, the big overarching plan to say, hey, we want to make sure that we have a presence all along the East Coast and we want to do it by having micro locations open and things like that. Okay. The big goal stays the same. You don't change that. 
So that way you stay consistent, you stay on board, you stay on track with everything that you're looking to get done, and your team knows that you are following that path, that you're not veering from it. However, the caveat to that is that, like I said earlier, the strategies and the uh, the micro goals, those can change. And as long as you have a team that understands the big picture vision of where you're trying to go, they're going to also understand that the micro things have to change every now and then. You know, you can be on a cruise ship going from Miami to the Bahamas, but if there's a tropical storm out there, you're going to divert around that storm and still get to the Bahamas. So it's not that your big end goal changes. It's that how you get there may change, and that's okay. Those things have to adjust. They have to move. They have to kind of ebb and flow with whatever it is that the world is throwing at you, whatever it is the business is throwing at you, the economy, the people, whatever it may be. So don't forget that, that it has to, you know, it has to be clear on where you're going for the big picture, but how you're getting there, the strategies, the micro goals, those are subject to change. The more you communicate with your team, the more that you spell out that vision and cast that vision to everybody, the more that they're going to understand what you're doing. Because if you just, if you don't ever tell them that big picture goal, but you tell them, you know, the little micro goals and the strategies, and then you're changing those because you know, you're trying to get to that big the big picture, the macro goal, then yeah, they're going to think that you have no idea what you're doing and you can't make your mind up worth anything. So make sure that you see the big picture as the leader. You cast that to your team on a regular basis. And then the micro stuff that has to change in order to get to the big picture because of what life may throw at you that you have no control over, those things will change. But know your data, use that to determine the resources you're going to need, set the time frame in which you want to achieve it, and then track everything that you're doing. So the biggest thing that you need to remember is the goal is where you're going. The strategy is how you'll do it. Keep it simple. So that's what I got for you guys today. I hope you have a great rest of your week. As of right now, I am 100% planning on being in front of you guys on Saturday, and I am looking forward to it. So as always, let me know if you need anything. I appreciate you guys. Y'all have a good one.